you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Thursday, September 21st, and you're listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. That is the voice of today's special guest. You'll recognize that voice because he was yesterday's special guest as well. He played for the 49ers, and he played for the Seahawks, where he won his Super Bowl ring. He's the pro bowler, the Super Bowler, the bowl you over with his truth. Michael Robinson, welcome back to the show. What's going down? I'm your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy, and on today's show, we're going to get very simple with it, y'all. We got one game tonight. It's the Thursday night matchup between the NFC East New York Giants and the NFC West San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers are favorites by a big number. I think it's double digit. The fact is, that's what should happen, but we will talk about what could happen, and then Michael Robinson will tell us what will happen. It's the Thursday Night Preview. Thanks for joining us. You know what? I lied. There is one more thing. We won't just preview tonight's Giants and Niners game. We will also get a visit from a singularly extraordinary wide receiver in the NFL. There is no reason that a 30-year-old at five foot ten should be able to do what Tyler Lockett does, and yet he does, and he does it again and again, game after game, season after season, including this play. Gino is looking, looking. Now he throws for time. It's Lockett. Does he reach the ball across? He does. Yeah. It's over, yeah. baby. Touchdown, Seahawks. Tyler Lockett reaches the ball across the pylon. He scores. Yeah, that's right. The game winner against the Lions. Sorry, Detroit fans. That man won the game for the Seattle Seahawks, and he will be our special guest coming up in a moment. But first, this. And the Giants have done it. They trail 20 to nothing at the half, 28 to 7 early in the third quarter. The final score, the Giants 31 and Arizona 28. So that'll be the one and one Giants up against the 2-0. First place in the NFC West, 49ers. Michael, let's set the table. San Francisco is a 10-point favorite. The point total for this game was set at 44 and a half for those of you at home who care about these things. I like to break these game analyses down in three parts. What should happen, what could happen, and what will. Let's start with what should happen. The Niners should win. Should we? Can we yeah, agree on that? They're a more balanced team. Uh, what do you expect to see from a Niners team that should win? What will it look like if they do uh they're gonna run a lot behind trent williams they're gonna run the you know what out of the football they're gonna personnel you to death meaning they're gonna line up in you know base which is a run heavy type of personnel and throw it they're gonna switch debo and christian mccaffrey they're gonna switch those roles you're gonna see uh debo in the backfield christian uh as a slot receiver and they're gonna play that game with you right what player are we running here what player are we running and then all of a sudden brock purdy is gonna fake it and then hit george kittle down or Brandon Ayuk uh, down the football field. Defensively, you know the Niners are going to get after you with Nick Bosa, and they have the best linebacker duo in Dre uh, Greenlaw and um, 
Oh, my God. Fred just, Warner. Fred Warner. I couldn't forget the, one of the best linebackers in football is named Fred Well, no, Warner. I mean, listen, I the, the tandem is, is they are the best tandem they are the linebackers best tandem. in the NFL, right? Yeah, man, and they hit you violently. They can run. They don't come off the field. Um, yeah, I, I think the Niners, at least just looking at this game, should win. And no mention of Brandon Ayuk, who I think is vastly underrated He's at that position. He's the best wide receiver on their team pure wide receiver and this is no shot to Debo Debo's a hybrid in terms of their rankings it's really really impressive they kind of picked up this season where they left off last season in terms of scoring offense they're ranked third in the NFL in terms of scoring defense they are ranked third in the NFL what should happen is the Niners should go out and prove that they are 10 point favorites Mm -hmm. and win this game Michael Robinson agrees now let's talk about what could happen Any given Sunday, you know it better than anybody in the room. Any given Sunday, any given Monday, any given Thursday, any given playoff game, shit happens. It can go down, and yes, even this Giants team that was held scoreless through the first six quarters of this season, 60-0, and uh, you were on the, the, the text thread with me when we saw Mike Yam and, and, uh, and David Carr just, you know, the sky is falling, chicken yeah. little, this is brutal, this That's is awful, of, you know, MFing their team, and yet yeah. 30 minutes later it was a whole new whole narrative from those guys, wasn't it? What could happen? Yes, the Giants could win this game. Yes, they could go into Levi Stadium at 8.15 kickoff on Thursday and figure out a way to beat this team. The question is how? What would it look like? What will it take for a Giants team that has looked rather unconvincing with the exception of third and fourth quarter in week two? What would it take for them to do the improbable and beat the Niners? Uh, They're going to have to steal at least two possessions meaning turnover, fake punt, uh, block field goal, block punt, something. They're going to have to – two possessions in this game they're going to have to take away from Kyle Shanahan and and make every drive San Francisco has that much elevated. And if I'm Brian Dayball and and Daniel Jones, who – Daniel Jones, his ability to run the football and be unpredictable, to me that's what gives them the edge uh, a little bit late in games. Keep this game close. With five or six minutes left in the fourth quarter, if you're within a score, I think the pressure now shifts to the 49ers because the unpredictability of Daniel Jones, the QB run game, I mean, just looking at their offense, Fred Warner and those guys, I mean, again, I know they they know the scouting report, but you don't think Daniel Jones is going to beat you with his legs that much. And then he ends up scrambling and ended up at the end of the game having 70 rush yards. So, I think it's going to have to be an ugly, low-scoring game for the Giants to win, but they definitely got to steal some possessions. Steal some possessions, shorten the game, be in it close, and then shift the pressure, shift the burden of responsibility to the home team and make Brock Purdy do something he's not used to doing in his regular season, his short regular season career in the NFL, and that's to sweat it late. This is a guy who simply doesn't lose games that he starts and finishes. Why do I say that? Because he's never lost a regular season game or any game that he started and finished in the NFL. It's an an extraordinary thing. He didn't finish that game. Yeah, but but let's be honest. Let's just be honest. Talk to me, me, Goose. Come on, man. The verdict on San Francisco and Kyle Shanahan, regular season means nothing. This guy's always had regular season success. Kyle Shanahan needs street credibility. His street credibility is going to come from winning the thing, winning it all. There's a reason why they leveraged what they leveraged to get Trey Lance. It didn't work out. We know that. But to me, Brock Purdy, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, when they're both playing at their heights, uh, I don't know. I think Brock Purdy's a little bit more mobile. But – 
They're Birds similar. Birds of a different feather. Yeah, but they're similar. Yeah. I believe that they have this similar ceiling. To me, they went to go get Trey Lance because Kyle knows when I get into the playoffs, there's enough tape out there on my offense. Defenses show up in the playoffs. We don't get all the call. We, it's just not as easy. I need a quarterback to play above the X's and O's. They, to me, they still don't have that. It will be fascinating <laughs> to see because I think this is in our future. It's way too early to say that, and a lot of things could happen. And I'm not suggesting that every – game and every moment between now and games that matter in the playoffs are somehow you know to be dismissed yeah. as unimportant they're not they are the lifeblood of what we do Absolutely. they they are making up the breadth and depth of the <laughs> texture of our lives for the next uh, 6 months however you know and I know that there seems to be an inevitability about the fact that the Niners will meet the Eagles at some point yep. <laughs> and that the Niners will meet the Cowboys likely before Absolutely. they meet the Eagles in the playoffs yep. we saw that the Cowboys are getting closer. Even in that that playoff loss, it was what nineteen twelve. They were mm -hmm. in that game. Uh, Dak's inability to execute when it mattered most was the difference in that game. And you're right. We haven't seen Brock Purdy in a game where he needed to excel outside the X's and O's. You say that phrase. I understand it because I know you and you've explained it. Explain that to our listener. What do you mean by playing outside the X's and O's? What do you need to see from Brock Purdy in that regard? Well, okay, so everybody knows, everybody you know that watches football understands Kyle Shanahan is regarded as one of the elite play callers. You see it all the time, Debo Samuel running down the field wide open or carrying a reverse or Christian McCaffrey making a cut in the hole as big as a Mack truck because it's schemed to be that way. Um, in the playoffs, though, there comes times where you meet the Philadelphia Eagles, you meet the Dallas Cowboys, and they got a guy that, that Michael Parsons like, you can't just, you, you can't really block him, even with your best. And so you have to do some unique things. Maybe your quarterback has to be able to run the read option like Philly did against Dallas last year and had Michael Parsons kind of frozen. It neutralized him. You got to be able to do some of these different things. That's a And I mentioned Jalen Hurts because that's a quarterback that plays above the X's and O's. He does some different things. He's very dynamic. To me, that, that's what Kyle's looking for. Because, again, you look at it, you know, he's had success in Washington. He loved it when he was with RG3, but RG3 didn't stay healthy enough so that you can see what that looked like in a playoff setting. We saw, I think I actually played him in that game in, that, in 2010, and he got hurt. Okay, then we saw him with Matt Ryan, who was the best football player in football that se that season. Okay, they got to the Super Bowl and blew it. I mean, they were up by what three touchdowns, four touchdowns, something like that. Twenty-eight-three. Yeah, Falcons fans Patriots. don't want to hear it. Patriots fans just stood up and saluted. And again, how many times has he been to the NFC Championship with the Niners? They go every year. You might as well just say he's going to be in San Fran every year. But he hadn't got back to the Super Bowl. I hear in baseball the term <laughs> uh, five o'clock. Hall of Famer, mm -hmm. great in batting practice, not great when the game starts. And that is not what Michael Robinson no, is saying say that Kyle Shanahan no. is guilty of. However, Michael makes a very good point. If we are honest, Michael is nothing if not honest, and he is inviting us to be honest with ourselves. What does history tell us? History tells us that the San Francisco 49ers are an exceptional team. They are exceptionally well coached, and Kyle Shanahan is without Without question, one of the top two play callers in the NFL. You got Andy Reid, you got Kyle Shanahan. There's a reason there's a Shanahan tree, and yes, it came from the old man Mike, but that Shanahan tree goes right through yes, the does. veins of Kyle Shanahan. He is great and considered great for a reason. 
but Michael Robinson would probably check me on even that semantic. He would say, great, hold on a second, you're great if you win it all. Win and the, the truth thing? about Kyle Shanahan and the truth about this Niners team is that being great in the regular season adds up to nothing. That and a dollar gets me a Coke or a Pepsi. It's <laughs> NFL, a Pepsi. Um, because it doesn't do anything. It doesn't feed the bulldog in the postseason. So you are suggesting, you are saying that Kyle Shanahan's credibility and his legacy and his reputation remain on the line, remain uncertain until he can disprove the theory that he can't win the big one when it matters most. I, and I, you're I, suggesting he may not have the quarterback to do it. Maybe not yet. Now, again, again I could be totally wrong. Brock Purdy could go out there and win MVP this year. But I don't know. It could happen. It I just... could happen. But you know what, Michael? <laughs> I, what, I love, what I love about your assertion, because it invites us to think about the game differently. And when we start to process what we see from guys like Alex Highsmith and TJ mm -hmm. Watt, when we start to process what we see from guys like number 11 in silver and blue, Micah Parsons, we realize that the old version of a quarterback that can win it from the pocket, that can win it within the X's and O's, doesn't seem likely anymore. What you are suggesting seems to be modernity in action. It is real that you better have that magic in your wand like a Patrick Mahomes does. Yes, he has a great play caller in Andy Reid, but we talked about this last time. He's great outside the X's and O's. When the plays break down, Patrick Mahomes can turn chicken shit into chicken <laughs> salad, and it tastes good. Can Brock Purdy do the same? The jury remains out. Okay, what should happen? The Niners should win this. They should win it probably relatively easily. What could happen? The Giants could shorten the game, steal a couple drives, steal a couple uh, possessions, possessions, I should say, and shift the responsibility, shift the pressure to the Niners late. You never know what could happen. That's what could, that's what should, what will what will happen in this game? Who wins it? And how do they do it? Michael Robinson. Yeah, I think uh, the Niners win this one. I think Christian McCaffrey has over 125 yards rushing, uh, maybe 200 scrimmage yards. I think he's a guy on a shortened week because he takes so good care of his body. They can lean on him. And I believe that uh, the score will be um, 32 to uh, 32. 30-21. I'm not even sure I see how those 21 points get on the board. Saquon Barkley has been ruled out. Are you excited about the opportunity that now is uh, that now is given to a guy like Matt Breida? Absolutely. Matt Breida's been in this league a long time. He's man. a blazer, too. He's so and much he, faster than people realize. Very fast. Very f elite speed, like world-class speed. So if they can find a way to get this guy in space for some one-on-one -on -one tackle so he can make some guys miss, you can get some explosives. But it's going to be a dogfight. Like the Giants up front are on both sides, offense and defensive lines, they're going to have to show up because you one thing you know, Kyle Shanahan and their, their, their trenches, they're going to show up. San Francisco 49ers are flirting with a franchise record. Don't forget, Michael Robinson was drafted by and played for the San Francisco 49ers before joining the Seahawks, where he experienced the highest highs in the game, winning that Super Bowl with the Hawks. The Niners are 2-0, of course, this season after beating the Los Angeles Rams 30-23 in Week 2. That win, their 12th consecutive regular season victory, three shy of the franchise record set back in 89-90. and 90. They had some decent players on yeah. that team. Uh, <laughs> New York, 1-1, seeking its second straight road victory after overcoming that 21-point deficit in the second half to beat the Arizona Cardinals 31-28 on Sunday. This will be the 35th time these teams have met in the regular season. Their all-time record, 17-17. and Honors even. Who breaks the tie and why? Michael Robinson says 
the San Francisco 49ers break the tie. They do it by, what, nine points, you said, 30-21. Why? Because they're a better team. The question is, will they be the best team come December and come January? We will have plenty of time to talk about that. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. We interrupt this podcast to bring you the hero of the Seahawks overtime win over the Detroit Lions, Tyler Lockett. Two touchdowns on the season. No touchdown bigger than this one. Tyler Lockett reaches the ball across the pylon. He scores. 16 on the jersey, number one in your hearts. He's been a pro bowler. He's been an all pro. He's nine years in the league. First time on the podcast. Michael Yam. You do the honors. Tyler Lockett, welcome to the show. It's always my favorite thing to watch the players watch themselves. You are all business, man. Usually I get a smile, especially if the guy's getting into the end zone. That, that's got to be such a relief to get that first victory of the season. Yeah, I mean, it was unbelievable, man. Um, we understood what was at stake after we played against the Rams week one. I think everybody bought in. Bobby had a big-time speech that brought us together right before practice on Wednesday. And just going out there and playing in front of an incredible environment as such as Detroit, for us to be able to get that win, that's really big time. Like hearing about some of the juice from some of those players like Bobby Wagner, who you're making reference to. I, I do think about this wide receiving core, though. It's you, it's DK, it's JSN. Where does that trio in your mind rank among basically every team in the league? Uh, honestly, I think it varies whenever you go into each and every week. But for us, it doesn't matter where we rank because we understand that we got to be able to compete and we got to be able to bring it each and every week. I think, you know, some people base it off of stats, some people base it off of impact. But for us, we just want to take advantage of every single opportunity. And as long as we're able to do that, man, then the sky's the limit for each and every one of us. Tyler, you, you seem like one of those guys that doesn't necessarily need a ton of love and a ton of praise. So I will love you up here because I saw something that was fascinating <laughs> to me. And I can't get over the number. I actually had research double check here. Uh, last couple of years, 2018, fifth in receiving touchdowns. And you're the only wide receiver with at least eight receiving touchdowns each of the last five seasons. Are you the most underrated guy in the league? I mean, I think that's an answer that only the people that's watching could be able to give. Um, I mean, I know my ability. I know that God's given me this gift to be able to play, and so I just try to glorify him each and every moment. I mean, obviously, as a player, you want to be able to have some type of praise, but at the same time, I got to be able to have that confidence within myself, understanding my game, understanding how to be able to play, because if I'm just out here looking for love and wanting people to tell me how great that I am, if I don't ever get that, then I'm going to be looking for acceptance my whole entire life, you know? So I just got to go out there and just be happy with my game, find joy in this game like our receiver coach Sanjay always talks about, and just let whatever happens, happens. All right, really mature of you, and I can appreciate that. I'll just say it, underrated and absolute monster here. But uh, <laughs> I, I do think about the Seattle team. We Geno Smith has been a focal point here for us on NFL Total Access through the first two weeks of the season. Do me a favor. I just want you to watch this clip, and I'll, I want to get your reaction to it, okay? 
All right, it's Aaron Donald, and I get it, Tyler, but the oh my God, tell me you guys had this on loop in a meeting room or something or had some fun with Gino after the fact. Nah, I mean, none of us even knew about it until, you know, we watched it on social media or, you know, people were like, hey, bro, did you see that clip? But I mean, you know, we know Aaron Donald's an incredible player. Um, never seen somebody talk while he was throwing the ball. <laughs> but, you know, we just got to be able to do better um, on our part to be able to make sure we take care of Gino. But luckily he was able to throw that ball down, wasn't able to take a hit, none of that type of stuff. Uh, Tyler, to be fair, you said you saw it on social media. If I go back, I'm sure you, you might have favorited that tweet. I'm just <laughs> saying. Uh, hey, Oh, no. <laughs> It's a burner account. Uh, Tyler, hey, man, I really do appreciate you giving us some time here. Congratulations on the early success and what you've been able to accomplish. Stay healthy the rest of the season and can't wait to see you guys this weekend. I appreciate it, man. You stay blessed. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I want to thank today's very special guest, Michael Robinson, the real Mike Rob. Thank you for stopping by, bro. Thank you, brother. Always fun. Appreciate you. And I want to invite the listener to join us next time. That's Friday for Friday Answers to Sunday Questions. Friday Answers to Monday Questions. Those questions, who wins? What's the score? Who stars? Who stumbles? And what favorites are we putting on Upset Alert? Those answers come Friday. Till then, ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.